0: You are listening to Flipping the Narrative. Come and flip with us.
1: Hi, Flippers. Welcome back. It's our end of year episode. We have been around and flipping with you for seven months, and it has been an incredible ride. I think it superseded a lot of our expectations and also caused more stress than we thought it might But with me here are your flippers, Bambina and Luis. And then finally, for the very first time, making his debut appearance is the master behind the scenes. Our absolute guru and Yoda, Jocelyn Gaston. Welcome, sir. Finally. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, everyone. Happy to be here and excited to listen to more Flipping the Narrative episodes in 2022 and onwards. Me, Tiring band. Blue, how are you?
2: Oh. Um, Oh, I'm getting um, nice and fuzzy and all drunky, <laughs> knowing that the holidays are right around the corner. Um, awesome. It's been fun. It's been fun. It was. It's been such an incredible year with lots of highs, lots of lows for me, but really intense emotionally. And it for the first time really feels like I'm closing the year nicely. Things have uh, been wrapped up, you know, sort of in little packages, and you know tied up with string. Up These are a few of my
1: favorite things,
2: yes. And put under the tree, right? And as (laughs) I said, like, I need to put myself under the tree so now everybody knows I'm a gift too. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So uh, so it's good. I'm happy. I'm happy the year is coming to an end and it it feels fun and good and happy and and just all fuzzy and fun.
1: Awesome. Bams is clearly shivering. She's in a different time (laughs) zone. So it's dark and cold where she is. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Yeah,
2: that sorry. What, what did you
1: just call me? Uh, what did you just too. call me? Why? Those days what are behind each of me. Huh? Watch for <laughs> each of you. I'm a ho, ho, ho.
0: <laughs> it's a little early in the morning. So oh I'm trying to cheery
1: no what a year yeah. how what a ride also it's been um i just realized i said superseded our expectations that's not a thing. exceeded punyeta. sorry it's, know, been, it's, it's, it's been it's been a it's been a week <laughs> it's been a last it's been a month <sighs> but okay so yeah we were talking about what a year and i can't believe we actually got this podcast up and running it's only been what half a decade of talking
2: <laughs> I, I don't god i don't know it's just it's just been the, the, the biggest thing, I, I keep going back to each of the episodes, and, and I think I never expected to have so many eye-openers, you know, when dealing with each of the, the different subjects, right? My favorite probably must have been, gosh, there's so many, I can't, I can't even... Oh, wait, I can't Lou, difference. are you
1: saying yeah. that us as Pinoy's, we did not know it all?
2: <laughs> is
1: that what you're saying?
2: <laughs> what I'm saying is that we have incredible <laughs> intuition. And the intuition, you know, just gets us um, everywhere. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. I love the intensity of the last two episodes, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole issue dealing with the Marcos comeback and and seeing how that basically reflects on us as people, right? Our values. We we talked a little bit about that, but it was really intense because we got such different opinions and different perspectives, right? And people who feel very, very strongly about that. and. You know, as, as Asians and specifically as Latino, sorry, I will say Latino Asians, it's incredible how to see that, how, uh, how we can see that there are very few things to get super passionate about because we're not Pretty supposed shooting. to. Beauty Queens,
1: right? Beauty
2: Queens, <laughs> but that's always happy and that's, that's always good, right? <laughs> so we're, we're, we're okay, okay to cheer. But right. that one was great. And, and the other part, I think the last episode, which was dealing with Filipino talent and how hard it is for, for our own talent to sort of make a big, big um, shabang in our own country, right? So we have to go out before we get recognized as Filipinos and then artists and then be welcomed back um, with lots of bombos and clappings and all that stuff. But yeah, each episode has had so much to give, right?
1: Yeah, I was actually just looking at our episode list and I can't believe, I mean, and this is is great sort of shout out to Bambina here because she connected us. To so many great people. But I will absolutely pat myself on the back for our first, second episode, really, because I loved getting Sandy and Ida to talk to us so, I don't know, frankly and joyfully and, and run the gamut of sort of the problems of lesbianness, if you will, in the Philippines, that absence that L is always kind of in parenthesis in the LGBTQ community in the Philippines. I love hearing their story again. I mean, if I could just have it on a loop, I would. Them as moms, they're just such awesome people, Diva. Right? Plus, the painful memory for me there is that is the episode that we freaking recorded and I forgot to press record. So oh, that was not an auspicious start to our guests. And I really am so grateful to how gracious and lovely and kind everyone was. You two included, but also them. Because you can imagine, I was so mortified, right? Like My, my face turned the color of I don't even know what for a week. It was just awesome, <laughs> and everyone was just so lovely about it. So that's it's a like special. It's
0: become a running gag, right?
1: Like record, <laughs> you press <Exactly>. record. <laughs> Ex- in, actually, can you please check? Yes, the red is on. Angaling <laughs> 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 What about you, Bams? Any highlights to reminiscing <laughs> back?
0: This year has just been very. um I don't know. Um, so many things abandoned, I suppose, and um, yeah, going back to school and everything. And it, it's really interesting because you know we talk about. Well, I mean, I'm studying, like. The subject matter is cultural heritage, patrimony, who owns what, you know, the mediation and museums and and art. And, you know, it's so tied to as well what we talk about here, identity and how identity is defined and who claims your voice, basically. Basically, our podcast
1: is what you're saying. Got it. Okay, go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Who claims who claims your voice and who, you know, like like it it comes to what we discussed, especially in our first um, episode. Like who. Who are we? And, and, you know, we have the, the power to define who we are as well, right, as Filipinos. So, like, for me, my what's come out of all this, plus my studies, is accept the hybrid nature of, of, of who we are and don't let it set us back, but let it define us. So, you know, everything. And I remember Ian also, remember we had, uh, no, Ivan, sorry, not Ian, Ivan. We had Ivan and Leon in one of our early episodes, right, about the Latino. Mm -hmm. Are we Latino or are we Asian? And, you know, it's also it struck me as we were, as you know, we went on during the year towards, towards, you know, through our other episodes, how we also like to pick and choose what we are. So, you know, I remember Ivan saying, well, the whole Latino culture doesn't really appeal to him, has nothing to do with him yet. They've embraced the Catholic faith, right? Which is also part of it. So nothing wrong with that. But for me, it's like an acknowledgement of all the things we are should strengthen us, not alienate us from each other, right?
2: No, I was saying that in, in many cases, this is what culture is, where we don't really identify specific things that may be tagged Asian or tagged Latino. And, and you know, a lot of people say, oh my God, we don't have a culture that's strong enough that identifies us as Filipinos. And the reality is, I think that um, many of those things have already been so well integrated that we can't even track them back. Um, and, and we are all of them. I think that's, that's the issue. I mean, the, the episode was really interesting in that we tried to identify specific things that were either/or. But the reality is that, um, again, I, I think in many cases we're all
0: of it'. We are well, all of it, all of yeah. it. And,
2: and, and in certain cases, we are, you know, I see sort of more of the Spanish families that are using Chinese terms. I see Chinese Filipino families that are using Spanish terms, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so it, it goes back and forth to usage and, 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 and exposure and regionalisms as well, right?
0: No, but I'm actually working on a book right now um, on, uh, um, well, this is more like an academic book, but on, on living tradition. So it's a reminder that culture is fluid and ever evolving and alive, right? Oh, so okay. you can't really pin it down and say, this is it, full stop, because you know, well, all these influences yeah. coming in. And, and so even if you know we're, we're doing it province by province or region by region, so even if you go up, like mountain province, for example, and you know, I mean, also we're talking from a very Manila-centric point of view. I think we have to remember that, right? But also,
1: I think we always families. do. Thankfully, I'm very, very yeah, thankful we always do hyper aware of our privilege and our regional bias yeah, I mean, and all these things. No, yeah,
0: yeah. but the not iron- Well, I don't know if it's an irony so to speak, but what I'm trying to say is that you know outsiders are so interested in the what's perceived to be ethnic and pure about our culture and and almost the hybridity use uh, you know of of the manila culture like the dominant urban culture i would say is like completely dismissed as being either too american or too western or whatever and not authentic but why isn't it you know we're
1: all authentic we're all mestizos I mean, and what that's classic that? to all post-colonial, right? Classic. I was just reading yeah, a great yeah. article just last night, actually, in The New Yorker, the latest one on France Fanon. And I mean, written in the 60s, right? But still so applicable today. And it has to do with this idea of purity, of trying to arrest identity. Not Fanon, but let's say in other training. That's how language works, though, right? The whole point of language is to codify, to arrest, to stop moving so that we can define things and be able to communicate. But that's not how culture works. If <laughs> culture is lived experiences, it's, I mean, that's just how it is. And certainly for Filipinos, oh my God, look at our history. Look at our breeding. Look at our, we're so, I think we're such a great hodgepodge, such a great halo-halo of so many things. And I love how fluid we are, you know, as a culture and how, how diverse sort of, I don't know, traditionally we are just because of how we were raised. <laughs>
2: oh, no, we it's, developed- it's, it's, uh, the issue of, of, of the fact that there are so many pockets of Filipinos all around the world just mm-hmm. tells me that there is contextual cultural evolution, right? Mm-hmm. Because the small groups that may be in Northern Europe are going to hang out and relate to each other in a different manner from those that are in South America or those in the yeah. Middle East, because A, what they do is different. B, the way they deal with the host countries or cultures is also different. So, I, I think that is the biggest discovery for me. We sort of knew it. We sort of knew it, right? That, that the fact that Filipinos are many and, and 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 have different expressions. But I think having gone through this entire cycle of seven uh, months, talking to different folks on very very different subjects has really made it clear how different we can be yet so truly, authentically Filipino in our own communities. It's
1: what I think is super interesting. And I made this, I was trying to make this point and did so badly because I am out of it. But one of the things I think Bambina touched on and again, referencing, you know, Fanon, there is no such thing as purity. The whole idea of purity is completely arbitrary and BS, right? Part of it is a language thing. Part of it is a colonial thing. A lot of what we understand to be white, even, is totally BS. It's only totally invented, right? Yeah, no, I like that. That we have this organic. I almost wonder if trying to define what Filipino is is maybe not even maybe it can't be put into words, deba. Right? Maybe it's and and this would apply for so many cultures and so many things. It's bigger than that,
0: right? exactly. And then there's also a global culture as well, whether we like it or not. You know. There is kind of a global culture that we're all part of. I mean, just see how yeah. people are celebrating. More and more people are celebrating Thanksgiving without understanding the real meaning behind Girl, it. Listen,
1: you know? yeah. someone posted on Facebook there. something, something Thanksgiving. And I was like, you mean when Native Americans were like killed? I mean, I don't. What are we celebrating here? Exactly. Yeah. I'm half white. I own that. my biological father. It was a white American. He probably owned slaves or at least participated in that tradition. I'm not so sure I want to be eating turkey and celebrating that, but I understand it's this huge, beautiful, familiar tradition in the States. And I participated in that when I was younger, but I'm still working through those emotions and my principles and how I want to stand there. But I don't celebrate it actively. I don't, you know. Can you do adobo turkey? Have you ever done that? I've never done an adobo turkey.
2: No. Like no, no, no. It doesn't <laughs> seem like it. It doesn't seem like I would be doing that. But on that uh, note, on that it. note, what yes. do you guys eat for Christmas? Do you celebrate Narnoche Awareness? What what's what's in the menu? Old. <laughs>
0: when, when my mom was alive, right? We would always have a turkey for some reason. That and then either um papaya or um I don't know, she would make a tarzuela. Okay. And then we would have it would always be a because it would be a big dinner for 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 a clan for the clan right yeah. for the cousins and uncles so it would be like a hodgepodge of so many things so it would be Spanish dishes and there'd always be a pasta there'd always be a baked salmon ladna
1: <laughs> I'm curious about you yours must have been like, kulang na lang castanets like super Spanish right
2: I mean, well you know a funny part is no because I guess that's where the influence was since my mom was super active, uh, you know, the main cook. Our Noche Buenas were really much more American or or more Western or more what she grew up with in the Philippines and what I grew up with here as well. So, you know, I, I actually never liked Spanish Villancicos the, the, the um, Christmas carols because I thought mm-hmm. they were horrible so I grew up with, with what every, everything that we heard here from the, the Pinoy classes
0: uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs>
2: huh? um, and, and, and all of that stuff plus of course a lot of a lot of the you know uh, what was on the table was usually a turkey very and it was an American style turkey that was learned by you know uh, my mom's friend you know who, who was in the US so our Christmases in that sense were very American. However, we, we were very, very, you know, Three Kings to us was very important as well. So that's where I yeah. guess the, 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 my dad's side came in. Mm-hmm. And then we would then have, you know, the typical hot chocolate. And then there's the uh, Rosca de Reyes, which is sort of like a big type of Anzaimada where there's a little baby Jesus hidden. And then if you, if you cut and you get the little Jesus, then you have to make a party for everybody on the, on the 2nd of Feb, which is Candelaria. So, anyways, yeah. so the whole point is we start eating beginning of December and end up in Feb, you know, 25 pounds bigger yeah. and brighter and all of that yeah. stuff.
0: I remember going to, um, when I was studying in Paris, the so first Christmas, or I don't know, there was one Christmas I didn't go home. And I, I ended up in, in, in Spain, right, with my family, with my mom's side of the family. And it was kind of shocking to me because I was like, expecting like a big thing, right? And Noche Buena and all that. And and it's not because it's it's three kings. It's a big deal for them. So it was kind of like, I wanna go home for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, noche buena, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, Mine, just, I you I might i in. No, no, no. And I just, we didn't even go to, to midnight mass, right? It was like, oh, ponte la tele mira la misa. Yeah, <laughs> those, I
2: mean. are, those are heretics. Those are heretics yeah. <laughs> in the family.
0: Well, that uh, was obviously my Christian days. <laughs> those were like way past, you know, way behind me. Sorry, Lao, what was your Christmas like?
1: As so a growing up, it was, I think it's maybe the most local one <laughs> because all of my life, like, we're so small. It was really just my mom and me for the longest time, right? Which is super unusual for, for a Filipino family. Yeah. But we would always go to like her sister. So my cousin's house or my other cousin's here, or you make ronda from house to house for the cousins, ba? Right? And then the kicker though, the key, and for anyone listening who's not Pinoy and you're going to marry into a Pinoy family or something, just prepare. Your children have to prepare a song or a dance number or both or multiple ones. We would put on a freaking show. All of the apos had to cartwheel or sing or dance, and we would get paid.
2: Of <laughs> so course. So our
1: tradition of Filipinos going abroad to perform for money, aba now I know where it started. We would <laughs> all get paid. We'd get to 20, like that, like that, and then huge meals, etc. And then you go home and attend the midnight mass, and then you open presents and go to bed, And then when my stepfather came in much, much later and it was a bigger family, my sister was there and all that, he did not like this at all. So we just stopped doing it. And then it became overnight, very American. So you would have the big meal, just us, the tiny four, whatever in the house. And then we would have dinner and go to bed. And then that that was kind of it. And with my kids now, and this is because I am tired. It has nothing to do because of the American, whatever. I'm pagudna. na. I'm 50, man. I just turned 50 this year to stay up till midnight and then freaking attend mass and eat and then open the presents so we eat we go to bed and we're up early and then we open presents and have a filipino breakfast that's our new tradition
2: <laughs> uh, good that's nice. why not
1: yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> last year the month, all, all the everything.
0: Change, right? i mean yeah, it was, i was so used to big christmas you know oh, yeah. like 70 people whatever when you count the yayas as well and all that but you know, last year, because of the pandemic, it was just yeah, my, not even my, my, my immediate family and my, my two siblings and their families like distanced you know? <laughs> with the fans blowing, you know, so that the air would circulate and everything insane. <laughs> and, and yeah, obviously, my mom wasn't there anymore. So we we did most of the cooking, which is fine, which is really nice. But yeah, it was it was very different.
1: So a bit on reminiscing again, sort of back to this podcast. No, what I want to say, I, uh, funnily enough, it's a bit of a Thanksgiving that in to give gratitude, which I'm such a big believer of anyway. But I wanted to thank you guys in particular because I honestly, you know how it is when you work with friends. <laughs> like this to me isn't work; it's still fun. But still, it's a project. So I was like, "Shit, is this going to be the school project that breaks us?" <laughs> and then when we oh, start. And we start talking yeah. to people. I'm like, oh my god, is it going to be something else? And I love the fact that, parang there wasn't so much strategy behind it. It just really is how we are. But I do, I will absolutely give us credit for the fact that it never devolved into some sort of shit slinging, sassy gotcha. I want to put you on the spot, ganyan. Because I find that there's so much trolling and there's so much nastiness in the world already. I think that we managed to to balance in a nice way let's ask these tough questions let's even ask them of ourselves and recognize when we've messed up or maybe have something embarrassing in our past or whatever but I really felt the warmth through all of it you know what I mean with all of our guests with all of you guys so yeah wala lang thanks ha thanks (laughs) uh, we really want to
0: understand yeah exactly
1: we're
0: not really here to pass Judgment, you know. Mm-hmm. So and and like <laughs> you
1: know, podcast in the I will take the video. <laughs> I'll take a <the> screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Well,
2: no, I'm very, very. There's been a lot of goodwill. There's been a lot of goodwill shown everywhere, and yeah. I'm incredibly thankful because as well um even to not even especially to to, to our, our listeners i was um, gonna say go yeah go oh no no okay so the two
1: honestly the two episodes for me that are probably the most special are the special are the ones that were suggested by requested by listeners in particular so one was the election one and the other was an accentism We'd never even heard of the word, right? And I love it. I'm so, I don't know. To me, it just felt like, see, this is why we're here, because we're trying to make these conversations happen, right? I mean, we have them all the time, but how nice to expand it. And it just, it just, I was over the moon. So yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: it goes back to the whole issue of how our flippers have also brought in such perspectives. Like I remember the religion, the religion, non religion Yeah, oh like the religion about, for me it know, was like, like wow. whose God is it anyway? Um, that Oof. was incredible because yeah. I mean, they're, they're, again, this shows the I guess the extremes of Filipino thought in terms of yeah. uh, faith and religion, or or you know, yeah, basically faiths, right, or non-faiths, <laughs> um, and and what that brings to to a day-to-day. Um, life very strong very strong concepts very strong points of view I, I what i love is i think yeah when we have our conversations we're pretty much on the same track generally right we have yeah, semi and the same values we we, we we like the same things you know what's really interesting is when you have uh, you know guests that push the envelope who basically bring in points you would have never even considered yeah. and make your and, and mind go that, yeah i find
0: yeah. that so rewarding, really rewarding.
2: because yeah, me too.
0: You know, I, I mean, we all we love each other, the three of us. I mean, we can go on for hours, just us. Yeah. But in a way, it's kind of like an echo chamber, and super, you know, super. a <laughs> admiration society, I suppose. <laughs> although, although we are open to do, I mean, even within our discussions, right? We talk about different points know. of view and everything.
1: And yeah, look um, at you guys
2: who did not believe in Miss Universe and what that did yeah, to us, and how yeah, important it was. Exactly.
1: <laughs> i still don't i still don't but and i'm I sure bambi will agree with me we still don't yeah. but but definitely we were both like oh shit there's a geopolitical scene yeah. here and i've never even <laughs> considered right? and certainly for me the whole class mobility aspect of it in such a yeah. poor freaking country poor women parang, Yeah. oh my gosh i mean how classist of me to not even think about that right some of my own. My slip was showing, right? Some of this, you know, class condescension or whatever. And uh, oh, who does that? Oh my God. Oh my God. It makes and, total I mean, sense.
2: I will have to say this year, I was incredibly surprised, which was, it happened. Miss Universe happened a, couple, a few days ago. Yeah. I was surprised there was one white girl. Everybody mm-hmm. else was brown or black or Asian. Yep. If you consider the Latinas white, semi, definitely. Probably. But I was like, oh my God. It's, it felt so different. Um, yeah, the entire panel them. was, you know, held by women. The questions were really relevant about so many things. And again, you 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 got to see a very different type of, of setting. And it was in Israel, and there were Arab countries who were there. So it was world peace. Mm-hmm. It was world peace. Well, <laughs> no,
0: I, I, I have an issue with that. Okay. I have an issue with that. So, well, not,
2: yes, we know. I, I
0: didn't watch it first. I mean, I don't watch Miss Universe anymore. I saw clips of it, but
1: yeah, a more I have issues rating and judging of women based on. Oh, please! Anyway, we won't get into this now. But happy moments, honestly, as yes, as yes I think, us,
2: Let's just go there.
1: Come on. I will just say that yes, no, yes, I Queen heard. was definitely for me a moment of like, okay, girl, just shut for a moment, shut what you already know that you don't like. And just listen and see. There's other stuff there too. Is it enough stuff to reverse my position on it? Probably not. But, I really appreciated it for that. You know. And also, come on, let's (laughs) admit, let's also
0: admit our bias here. Gemma is one of us, right? Mm -hmm. So, one of you. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, you know what I mean by level of education and whatever, and Mm -hmm. all. You know what I mean? So, seeing it from her perspective as well was was also mm-hmm. helpful you know i mean
2: well that was back in the was- 1960s where it was a very different thing but anyways we're not talking about miss universe i'm just saying it was happy and it was a uniting moment
1: <laughs> no and i honestly huh? like i love that we had saisa on here i love how badass she was i love how parang i don't know man i mean i don't think see- Frankly, when we were talking about this podcast, one of, for me, the suntok sa buwan absolute, like, oh my God, if we could make this happen, I would love it, was to get people on here who would not be necessarily people that we would run into and have cocktails with just willy-nilly. You know what I mean? Because that nga, is the echo chamber, right? And I so appreciated having Saisa on here, having Ivan on here. Having a bunch of people who, yeah, maybe we'll be in the same place partying, but we wouldn't necessarily be sitting down and we wouldn't necessarily be talking about this stuff in that context. You know what I mean? And I love that this provided that context. This provided that opportunity for us to really explore. What talaga? Accentism, do we really use it to exclude? Um, what about our love for food? Like all of this stuff. What about talking about women's bodies and the pleasure and joy of them in the Philippines? Oh right? my
0: god! so. What are we
1: no,
0: looking? No no no, 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 no. Like we're no all these suggestions now from from other other our listeners, right? Our fans. So we have yeah. one coming up that we're hoping mm-hmm. to you know record like early next year, right? Asking about yep. love. Is can, in we, can we? Can inter- we? Share
2: what? What? What, inter- what are, our guests um, up for in the coming weeks? Yeah. Our no, and of, then I. What been been are we looking at?
0: Mention, I've been meaning to mention. Actually, I keep forgetting that. Um, we have listeners who've been asking for, for us to talk about May December romance <laughs> as kind of like older Filipino oh, women mean. with younger yeah. men. You know, in that <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's quite a prominent one in society, right? So
1: okay. um, well, with so far show. you know, so we have some amazing topics, I think, lined up. One for sure is drag culture in the Philippines. I mean, Yay. I'm terrified, but I think we're so undersung unsung globally, considering how again prevalent we are. There's another one I think we should totally do I've been really been pushing, which is where all the Filipinos at, man. I keep saying it, parang we're everywhere. We're like a freaking rash. I love it, but we're never on TV. Tung dami daming episode ng Grey's Anatomy. Where are the Pinoy doctors? Where are the Pinoy nurses? That's so stupid. We're everywhere.
2: Um, I want to well, talk about that. that I think I think it's important because where are the Filipinos means I mean we can talk really about um I mean that can be split up into several episodes, you know. So guys mm-hmm. out there, if you want to you know, suggest, you know, a specific topic on where we are yes. in the world, please sure. go ahead and do so. Yeah.
1: There's a lot well, we can and cover I th- and I also want to do part two for a few things for religion, for race, I think, a few race, of those things yeah. for women, women and misogyny in the Philippines or how we're both, you know, the Madonna whore complex is so Filipino, diba right? We're yeah. held yeah. up and worshipped but dragged through the mud. So, oh, there's so much.
0: No, and then I have like, Friends in the States who will say, Oh, I was listening to this episode and, you know, I'm surprised that you didn't talk about, you know, the church or whatever. Wait, wait, wait. That's coming. That's coming. That's another episode. (laughs) We can't cover everything in one episode. We have to, like, you know, deep dive into one aspect maybe and then go into another.
1: Patience. (laughs) We'll get there. So, looking back again, so it's been seven months of flipping the narrative. The reason it's called flipping the narrative is we want that, even though not a lot of people get it, I felt it was important for us to own, to reconfigure this word flip, which was a derogatory. It was an insult for Filipinos back in the day, right? And we wanted to turn that on its head and, and try to redefine it and own it. So over the last seven months, how's it been like for you guys? Are you happy that we did flipping the narrative, maybe sort of in one statement of, a highlight for you, Natalagam, why were you glad you did it? Are you glad you did it? <laughs> and what makes you excited about continuing?
2: I, I, love, I love that that's how it started. I'd love to send this back to many of our listeners because, you know, in certain cases, I think we have flipped on the conversations. I think we have been quite clear about challenging traditional Filipino thought, but maybe in others, we have not enough. And it would be really interesting to hear, you know, what people think about that. Right. Because, you know, our intention is to be able to provide very different perspectives in each of the subjects that we touch on. You know, that can come from that multi-dimensional um, group of Filipinos around the world. To me, it has been incredibly enriching because again, as I said, it's provided a way to see more Filipino in me than I thought I had. And that discovery is probably what I'm most grateful for from the entire seven months. I'm
1: oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Pinoy na pinoy, Oi. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, Bams, you wanna go? I can go. I can go. I thought, I'm trying to think of my. Path. Okay, so seven months. Am I glad I did it? Absolutely. I I don't know if I've quite said it to even you guys, you know, Bambina and Luis, but it became, what is the best metaphor I can think of? You know, when something is so compressed and so tight and, and pressure packed, and if you just relieve some of the pressure, then you can keep going. And for me, certainly from say the last two elections in the US, in the Philippines, certainly with COVID, certainly with my own business and my own difficulties like that. There was so much pressure building up and I was so grateful for every moment I had with friends and everything, but I felt that there was a part of my life that was still uh, encased, you know? And this finally gave me a regular and expanded and purposeful way to let some of that out so I wouldn't explode. And it became a constructive thing. Like, I honestly feel like we're doing good here. By bringing these topics to the fore in a manner that is respectful that is welcoming that's open and i found myself really waiting to exhale this was really breath for me it gave me that breath and at the same time it didn't feel so self-indulgent i felt like i was really contributing to a larger conversation that's important to so many people so yeah i'm so incredibly grateful we did this i am i feel blessed and breathy with our listeners and connected to the Pinoy's out there want to talk about this stuff and I am crazy excited about keeping it going for as long as we can so that's it for me for this year
0: someone was saying to me that oh I'm so glad there's traffic again if only in Manila so that I can listen to your podcast while I'm in the car (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I, I took that as a compliment i took that as a compliment mm-hmm. and of course it's been great i mean we've been talking about this for such a long time you know and it like we were saying earlier it's kind of nice it is nice to bring in other voices because you know mm-hmm. in many ways we we agree on so many things right and mm-hmm. and we're passionate about the things we we're interested in but yeah but also i think it's really important at whatever age you are is to never lose the curiosity for one thing, mm-hmm. and never lose the capacity to be, to be awed, to be um, surprised, to be challenged, right? No matter, you know, where you are, what age you are, what age you are in life. I mean, in a way, I'm doing that now, right? Going back to school. And it's funny because at my age, back in school, back in Europe, well, you know, post Brexit, England, and everything, I find that I'm still negotiating who I am right as a Filipino in a different setting and all that and being the non-white non-white so it's this white passing in a, <laughs> in a class full of blonde <laughs> whatever <laughs> you know it's like the opposite of Miss Universe where you said you saw so many you know um, people of color like in the top spot here in man, it's like okay see so what I mean I it's no reflection on 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 this. It could be circumstances because of COVID and everything. But I actually expected a more diverse, a more diverse um, class. So it's almost like you talk about sorry to bring in academic, but you talk about decolonization from the point of view of the colonizer is like hmm. Wait a minute. So you know, I'm like time <laughs> out. Okay. So don't say this because you know, coming from a country that was colonized. This yeah. is our experience. This is what it is, right? I mean, uh, in a variety of things that were discussed, you know, in class during during this last term. Yeah. And then I find that I really miss rice. I really miss, yeah. I keep thinking, I need to get a rice cooker and I haven't done it yet. So <laughs> it's all these things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, chocolate is like <laughs> and advanced
1: you don't know the the finger trick to make rice in your little yeah, no saucepan. i know i know but I, I i need a nice caldero
0: also if you know or but it's almost like you can run but you can't hide right? whatever like spinois mm-hmm. abroad who try to assim well we all do like we've said that as well you know the, the coding that we go through we to assimilate and all that mm-hmm. but you put the bagong in front of your face and it's like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> you, know?
1: you can take the bagong away from the girl, yeah. but you can't take the girl out of the bagong or something along those lines. So oh, funny. <gasps> in fact, I'm well, okay. I have to
0: take the for my daughter and, and her and her friends this weekend. So. I should learn how <laughs> Okay. No, and I got right, the thing, oh. right? Because there's a supermarket near me. That has all these Asian things. And, you know, and somebody said, a really good friend of mine um, said, Marianne, she said, thank God for the pinai married to some English guy there who said, you have to bring these things in.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, whoever you are, Lady Pinai in uh, in England, who's making sure that our temporarily <laughs> pinai have, have something to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and ramen and love it and bagoong yeah. and <laughs> No, and they're just mornings, especially now when you when you you know it's cold and
0: everything. And it's like, oh God, where is my yaya Helen? Please, where is my <laughs> Sinig- sinangag and you know longanisa, <laughs> fried egg. And the thing is, like yeah. I know it sounds so. Someone asked me early on, like, what do you miss? Or what do you miss the most from home? And, After I said it, I almost regretted it because it sounded so privileged. I really miss my
1: yaya. (laughs) (laughs) Really privileged. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I know it. Well, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) uh, maligayang Pasko, happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Ho, ho, ho. Celebrate. Be a ho, ho, ho with us. Please definitely write us uh, a clipping the Narrative on Instagram or Facebook and let us know your thoughts. What you'd love for us to talk about, what we can do better, what you loved because it also helps us sleep well at night and get excited. <laughs> we like being killing also, like every every good pinay. And we like getting giggle. So, folks, Merry Christmas. Ano, happy holidays. Game na. We're good to go.
2: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: Yes. And I, oh, know, right. yeah. wait wait quickly we're going to be back in january folks so we'll be taking a break we'll be playing the highlights from the year or sort of the top ranked episodes but we will be back in january lou sorry go ahead you were yeah. saying
2: yeah no no that is important you know to say you know let's take sort of feed of what's gone you know what's happened this whole year for us be thankful mm-hmm. and i think Uh, More than anything, even with so much happening this year, let's try to find ways to be hopeful again and to dream up new things for 2022. It's important to keep, you know, the dreams going so that we can keep ourselves going happy and productive and, and, you know, relevant to our groups, to our people, to our families, to our communities. So
0: thank you to all our listeners thank you mm-hmm. for you know that one person who listens to us every for their one download no, i'm kidding we're actually quite surprised by the stats and I we're know, so know That's pretty
1: awesome yeah yeah and and specifically yeah, awesome to aika word. and dustin who gave us our two fantastic episodes on the election aika making us brave we really appreciate that and dustin for teaching us about accentism Forcing us to enter yeah. that, and, that was wonderful. And
2: then
0: Olivia, who, who suggested, you know, one of the topics we're going to take up soon about intercultural mm-hmm.
1: relationships and, you Yeah, know. Really. Flipping the narrative on Facebook or Instagram, definitely please keep it coming. I mean, it's supposed to be a conversation, so we really want to hear from you. Um, and I want to make sure, I know this dates us a bit, but we know exactly what, what date it is. Um, to all our kapatids in the South, going through Odette right now no a big big you know love and yeah. safety and I hope I what I mean Jesus like we needed this you know what I mean like we need one more freaking thing after the year that's been but know that from, you have people yeah. thinking about you and wanting and, to help you know and that's from Cebu to Bohol to mm, exactly. um oh, it's Chargau, Chargau, and you know yeah yeah frightening I know it's photo yeah, it's, it's been nuts. I know that there are already some relief uh, efforts that are going yeah. up. If you check, Lenny Robredo has some already to collect relief group uh, goods. I'm sure they're going to be popping up because that's what we do as private citizens in the country that we love so much. We do band together to help each other out. So check that out on Twitter and in social media. Uh, and otherwise, be safe, folks. Um, big, big love. Mahal kom Pinoy.
2: <laughs> And You have a fantastic holiday season, everybody and to you too yeah mwah. everyone have a great kisses kisses, kisses.
1: I love Christmas, you both happy Hanukkah, Christmas Christmas Kwanzaa yep. whatever you call it. Kwanzaa yeah. whatever you celebrate mm-hmm. love y'all yeah. Luis <laughs> mag-inuman tayo ha Bams kasi wrong time zone eh? but Lou another time we will uh, we will catch up I have to say what I miss the most is meeting up in person and just drinking them Drink. day night morning away <laughs> Yeah, I tell people my happy hour has to start at 11 or 3, but not later. I want to end early because then I'm still a responsible mom.
0: <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing, handy. Well, was it worth it? Did we work it? Put that thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Keep flipping with us. Subscribe to Flipping the Narrative wherever you get your podcasts. To listen to our new episodes as soon as they drop. We're on social media too.
2: Follow at Flipping the Narrative on Instagram and Facebook and let us know what you think. Or send us an email at flippingthenarrative.podcast at gmail.com. That's flippingthenarrative.podcast at gmail.com.
1: Music courtesy of Cumbia Mamacita by Yoki of Oz and Beats. And thank you, thank you, thank you to Josel Gaston, our sound editor and musical engineer and podcast advisor and overall guru. And to Nami Kapati, the artist who created our awesome logo and visuals. Till we flip again.
0: send it to the North Pole for St. Nick. I won't even try to
2: stay awake to hear those magic rainbow Cause I just don't want you here tonight. Holding on to holdin me so tight. What more can I do? Baby, all I want for Christmas is